Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now our story continues. This had been a day that Aunt Mary and her son Randy would remember. For this morning, Randy had sold his model home to Don and Sally Howard, friends of Del Shipley's. And with the sale of the house, mother and son had felt that the success of Randy's future was only a matter of time. But in the mind of Jesse Calvert, a plan had been formulated. If that plan were to succeed, not only would it mean an end to Jesse's husband, Ben, but it would also mean an end to any hopes for Randy's future. And that the plan would succeed seemed very probable, judging from Jesse's confident manner as she walked down Main Street in the little town of Wakefield this morning. She had just left her husband's office and now was turning in at Perry's drugstore. In front of the tobacco counter, Brett Cameron was just reaching into the rack for a Chicago newspaper. He glanced toward the door as Jesse entered. Well, good morning, Jesse. Oh, good morning, Brett. What brings you into town so early? Well, perhaps I've reformed, since my late hours seem to meet with so much disfavor. <laughs> Don't tell me you're starting to make concessions to public opinion. <laughs> no, not to public opinion. As a matter of fact, Jesse, I was out of cigarettes, and I find that most of the charm of lolling in bed had escaped me this morning. I see. Is that the Chicago paper you have there? Hmm. I was just going to pick up one myself. Oh, allow me. There you are. Uh, Joe, I'm leaving 20 cents for a couple of Chicago papers. Okay, Rosa. Here's my dime, Brett. Oh, well, never mind, Jesse. It's a pleasure to... No, Brett, I insist. <laughs> Very well. If you must deny me the gesture of a Rockefeller. Which way are you bound? I'm just going down to the corner. Fine, walk along with you. We shouldn't be seen walking together like this, Brett. Oh, nonsense. In Wakefield, where everybody knows everybody? It's the expected thing. Well, that's hardly so in our case. <laughs> it's only a guilty conscience speaking, Jesse. I'm sure no one will give it any importance. Well, but if someone should mention it to Ben, you know how he feels about it. It's just asking for trouble. Well, it's much safer than for you to risk coming to my place. I have to talk to you, Jesse. Shall we walk over toward the library? Yes, that'll be best. At least there's less danger of Ben seeing us from his office me about uh, The plan's all made for the night of the bazaar. Well, we have a few little details to take care of, but some of them will have to wait until later. Flowers, decorations... Now, I'm not talking about those plans. I mean our plans. Yours and mine. Well, I've done everything that I can do now. After all, you said not to mention anything to Ben about Randy and Kit's being in love until the day of the bazaar. Well, that's right. But even if you thought of how you're going to manage it, how are you going to arrange for Randy's appointment with Ben? It'll be taken care of. Ben will stay at home waiting for Randy. I'll go ahead to the bazaar. 
Lucy will stay at home and let Randy in and then join me at the bazaar. You sure you can manage it? Ben won't want to put off seeing Randy until later. I'll manage it. How about the call to Ben's lawyer, Farnsworth? I'll make the call that morning. Yeah, wait until then. Very important, Jesse. There's no reason to go ahead with this unless we're absolutely sure that Ben hasn't changed the provisions of his will. And that you are still his sole heir. I'll find out. But it must be done in such a way that Farnsworth won't become suspicious. Brett, we've talked about this all before. Can't you trust me? I'm no child. It isn't that I don't trust you, Jesse. But I've thought about nothing else for so long. It's so important that there isn't a slip-up. And when you have nothing to do but think, try to imagine just how it's going to be. Well, naturally, I can't be too sure. Well, it's just as important to me as it is to you. It'll be exactly the way we've planned it. Unless... Oh, well. Unless one. Oh, I'm sure it isn't important. Still, I... I can't imagine what he was doing there with Ben. He? Who's he? What are you talking about? Oh, I stopped in Ben's office, and Evie told me that there was a Dr. Whitney with Ben. Dr. Whitney? There's no Dr. Whitney in Wakefield. Well, perhaps he's some heart specialist from out of town. Ben hasn't been making much progress with Dr. Dr. Whitney is the prison doctor from Three Falls. Oh. Do you suppose something's happened to Kit? Oh, I don't know. That could be. Ben's her father, and even though I suppose they know how he feels about Kit, it would be natural to get in touch with him. Mm. On the other hand, if he's come here just to tell Ben that Kit has had some kind of a relapse, then... Then our story that Randy and Kit are in love, that they plan to be married, would hardly have the effect on Ben that we want. Unless he could be made to think that Randy doesn't know about her. Mm. Yes, it does change the picture a little, if that's the case. Well... Why didn't you find out what the doctor was doing with Ben? Well, I wanted to, but I couldn't. After all, he'd just come. He's still in Ben's office. Oh, I wish I knew what they're talking about. I believe that if you see Kit again, Mr. Calvert, and realize how she's changed, you'll forget these past grievances of yours. Dr. Whitney, I could never forget the things she's done to me. I believe you could if you try. I believe it so strongly that I've come here today to ask you to do something, both for Kit and for yourself. I've come to ask you to go back to Three Falls with me and see her. Was this your idea, Doctor? No, Mr. Calvert. It was Kit's. She wants to see you. She wants to see me, eh? Yes, I suspect she does. She'd also like for me to forgive her. The prospect of living the rest of her days without my money to support her isn't very promising now that she's had a chance to think it over. I can assure you that that's not her reason. Apparently, you're not a very practical man, Dr. Whitney. It isn't a reason because Kit knows she'll be well provided for by her uncle. David Bowman? Yes, Mr. Calvert. Your former wife's brother, I believe. Mr. Bowman wants Kit paroled into his care. He has great faith in Kit. I'm sure you'll see to it. She has everything she needs. No, Mr. Calvert, it isn't a question of money. She just wants me to forgive her, eh? It doesn't make sense. Not when you know Kit the way I do didn't say that she wanted you to forgive her. I'd hoped that you would, but... Why? What difference does it make to you whether or not Kit and I patch up our differences? You're only her doctor. Or am I wrong? Perhaps you have a personal reason. I'd like to see her completely cured. I like her as a person, yes, but... I thought she was cured. No, no, not completely. And that's my reason for being here. Kit has a fear, Mr. Calvert... She's always had a fear. Her whole life has been a defense against it. You say she's selfish, thinks only of herself. Well, if that's been true, it was because Kit was afraid of people. Afraid they would hurt her. She tried not to let that happen, so she hurt them first. That was her defense. 
That's your story. Yes, that's my story, Mr. Calvert. A story learned from working with hundreds of cases like Kit's, from studying the reasons that made them act the way they did. Fear is the basis of every wrong that your daughter has ever committed. And the ironic thing, Mr. Calvert, is that you, the man less willing to forgive her than anyone else, you're the man responsible for that fear. She's always been afraid of you. She still is, or thinks she is. I want to show her that she's overcome that fear. I want her to see you, to talk to you. I want her to... Oh, I think I understand now. I'm to be part of a little experiment. Sort of a test case, you might say. Mr. Calvert, what I'm asking you to do is a very small thing. Perhaps you have no feeling for Kit as your daughter. But as a person, wouldn't you do that much for anyone? It could mean the difference between a life of confusion, of, of maladjustment, and a life of happiness, a normal, healthy, helpful life. Don't think of Kit as your daughter. Just think of her as a person whom you can help by doing a very small charitable thing. It's impossible to think of Kit as anyone but my daughter. My daughter, who has made her father a very miserable old man. She has had her chance for happiness. I gave it to her. But when I needed her, when she could do something for me, she... No. No, I'm not even going to think about all these sort of details. I want to forget them. The best way for me to forget them is never to see her again. Then you won't go back to Three Falls with me? I'm sorry, Dr. Whitney. I appreciate the motive that brought you down here. And I can understand that you did it with the best of intentions. But what you're asking me to do is impossible. If I can help it, I'll never see my daughter again. As Dr. Whitney looked at Ben Calvert, he knew it would be useless to try any further persuasion with Kit's father. He dreaded to go back to Three Falls and tell Kit that he had failed. But don't feel too badly, Doctor, because your failure is just what Kit has hoped for. It fits perfectly into the plan that she has. A plan which you, Dr. Whitney, would be very shocked to hear. <laughs> 